So we actually bought this property on owner financing, 100% owner financing, principal only payments of $1,000 a month. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams. And today we have Zachary Beach on the podcast. And what's really cool about Zach is he's not too old. How old are you? How old are you, Zach? I'm 28. 28. And how many deals have you done? Uh, over 100 and counting. All right. So we're going to learn a lot from Zachary today. He... Um, He's a part of Smart Real Estate Coach. So you may remember Chris Prefontaine was on the podcast as well. It is a family business. And so Zach, Zachary is part of that business. He lives, he's from Massachusetts. At age 25, he jumped into this uh, family business and has been going strong ever since. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, been, it's been a... Uh, a crazy whirlwind of a, of an opportunity that came across. And uh, I just really joined the business just because I was so sick of bartending and personal training uh, and my life was getting hectic. And uh, I was kind of burning the candle on both ends and wasn't even sure if I was going to like real estate. I just figured it was going to be better than what I was doing now. And uh, I'm very glad that I decided to join the family business. And now, not only do I get to buy and sell real estate locally, but I also get to help out what we call associates. And we can go into that a little bit later if you'd like. Uh, partner with them and do deals around the country. So it's, it's been uh, quite the journey. And so 120 deals in three months? No, it's... Uh, well, I mean, three years? Yeah. I meant yeah, to say so, years. Yeah. No, I, I wish. That would have been one hell of a year, uh, or at least a couple months. I'd say it's uh, well over 100 deals and counting, and uh, I definitely have to uh, applaud my, my team. Uh, my team is, definitely gets most of the credit as well, uh, and the associates that I do the deals with. So uh, definitely a team effort. So you do a lot of creative deals, is that right? Yes, they're all creative. <laughs> all right, perfect. Let, let's, go, let's talk about the very first deal you did uh, about three years ago. So the very first deal I did three years ago um, actually is is a loss. Uh, I'll tell you, the very first deal I ever did, I actually bought a uh, we bought a property subject to the existing loan. So there was a already a loan on the property, but we closed on it. We took title, and the mortgage stayed in the seller's name. So uh, a classic subject to deal for us. Um, we ended up sticking what we call a tenant buyer in the property. So we primarily focus on buying and selling what we call on terms. So subject to owner financing, lease purchase deals. And then we sell them through our rent to own program to a buyer that generally just needs some time in order to become mortgage ready. Now, after we place this uh, tenant buyers, we call them in the property, uh, we come to find out that, it, um, that the property actually had lead in lead in it and it was not deleted. Um, that was a hundred percent my fault and definitely a learning lesson as I did take the seller's word that it was, it was all set. Um, we ended up spending $30,000 on that to get deleted. Um, you know, in hindsight, it, it wasn't the, the best decision I've ever made, but I was a little urgent, uh, and I, I wanted to, to get my first deal underneath my belt. The, it definitely has good news as the fact is the, the house did appreciate 
and it's appreciated well over seventy thousand um, dollars. The sad part is our tenant buyers did default, so they did not follow through and buy the property. Uh, so good news, bad news. Uh, good news is now we're going to sell the property and get a net of at least a seventy thousand dollars, even though we spent thirty grand at the beginning. Wow, what did you do differently on the next one? Well, all of my deals from there on out, it, uh, the vetting process was a heck of a lot stronger on my end. Um, I made sure that if I wasn't 100% comfortable, I made sure there was a second set of eyes on it. Um, so I really collaborated and made it more of a team effort than, uh, than a me effort. Um, and that's why I say that I definitely credit my team to, uh, to getting these deals done as well. One of the things that a lot of people are struggling with um, this year, 2018, 2019, is finding the deal. One of the big problems people are struggling with is just finding the deal. How do you find the deal? If you've done 100 plus deals in just the last three years, uh, what is your strategy there? Yeah, we keep it super simple. We primarily focus on for sale by owners, for rent by owners, uh, expired listings, some vacant homes. The reason why we're able to find deals I don't want to say easier than uh, say most other niches. Uh, most other niches are definitely more, uh, there's a lot more action going on. I mean, there's a lot, a heck of a lot more people focused on that niche. Uh, we tend to find that people aren't uh, as, as focused on lease purchase agreements or, or, or terms deals. Um, so we're actually looking at a completely different seller than your typical person looking for a wholesale or a flip. We're looking for nice move-in ready homes, sellers that are looking to get the most out of their property and aren't looking for a discounted rate. Uh, so we can actually provide that to them. So I'm sure you've heard people call them pretty houses. Um, so these houses are nice move-in ready homes, nice areas. And these sellers have set themselves up for the ability to wait for their, ec their equity uh, and want the most out of their house. So we just by just uh, going through those different lead sources uh, and combing through them, getting really good at uh, our scripts, we're able to, you know, acquire these deals. It's just, it's really a numbers game. All right. I think we're missing a lot of information from that. So really, how do you find the deal? So you talked about your sources. Let's, let's dive in uh, another level. Sure. So getting our leads, I can walk you through our, our typical process. Yeah, I have a great. VA. Yeah, yeah. So I got a VA that, that calls on, say, for sale by owners. Let's just use for sale by owners. They're going to gather information. You know, a typical VA is going to gather information. I'm then going to get a lead sheet. The lead sheet will then tell me certain information. Um, we've scripted the lead sheet uh, to our business. So it's going to have um, a lot of the information on what, the, what they're looking for for a price, mortgage information. That way I can tell if it's going to be a good deal for us or not. Uh, if it's free and clear, we tend to base a lot of our stuff around mortgage information, free and clear for owner financing to get creative on those creative deals. Um, and then I'll find out if they're open to selling on a lease purchase or what we call other terms, owner financing. Once I have that information, I'll then do a follow-up call. Once I do my follow-up call, I, we've uh, scripted up. We have, we have scripts that ask specific questions and walk uh, a seller through a specific process um, which will find out if they are a good fit for us to buy their house. If they are a good fit for us to buy their house, then I will take them through what I call the seven steps to a taken, which is call number one. 
uh, and then I'm going to get them to an email because really our, um, the way we buy is definitely more of an educational process than, Hey, I'm going to give you 60 cents on a dollar. It's, this is how I buy my property. I'm going to walk you through how we can help you. And if we're a good fit, then great. After I do my email, um, I'm, I'm going to direct them to our website, which walks them through a bunch of videos. So again, education. And then I'm going to do a follow-up call, make sure we're still on the same page, get all the details that I need that I, I wasn't able to get originally. After that, I'll set up an appointment. I'll go to the property. Once I've decided that it's a good fit for, for both of us uh, at the property, I'll do my comparables. I'll then get out uh, some options. We usually give them about three or four different options using different terms, which tend to fall in monthly payment, purchase price, length of term. Once we do that and they've accepted an option, I get them out of contract. That's awesome. All right. So let me ask you this real fast. You, as part of Smart Real Estate Coach, do you teach these seven steps? Do you, and also, do you teach how somebody else can utilize a VA? Oh, absolutely. Um, that's one of my primary focuses, walking people through, number one, their fundamentals of scripts, uh, learning how to deal structure, um, being able to gather these leads, training their VA, and then once they have these deals in their hand, walking them through the entire process, and then once they get to uh, a point when they have a contract, that's when the family team really gets uh, heavily involved as my brother-in-law will then focus primarily on selling their properties with them and teaching them how to do it. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I think this is a good thing to kind of touch on a little bit more just real fast is that in my opinion, and I have a good opinion because <laughs> I, I host a bunch of real estate conferences. I do this podcast and I meet thousands of people every single year. Um, and most of the people that I meet don't have a VA. And from what I've seen, the reason they don't have a VA is because they don't know where to start. So just knowing that you can hold their hand to getting to the VA uh, is something very incredible. And I just want to touch on when you went into detail on how you get these deals, um, uh, it, it was a lot of detail and I really appreciate it. It was very, very good. So we are ready for the final five, but first a word from our sponsor. If you want to get in on your very first multifamily investment, my company, Blue Spruce, has passive opportunities for accredited investors. Oh, and before we get into the final five, I should let you know why you'd want to go to the Finding Deal Summit on April 4th, 5th, and 6th. The top reasons are one, your network really is your net worth, and the speakers and the attendees are top notch. And number two, I guarantee you'll learn some ninja strategies to finding deals in this market. If you grab your tickets this week, you can get 25% off. So be sure to go to the show notes and find that promo code. Zachary Beach, what's the most creative deal you've ever done? I actually got a really cool one for you guys um, and you and your audience. So I went and bought a property. It's, it's out on a lake um, in, in Connecticut. And it's got two really cool pieces. So you have a, a single family home. And then you have a detached garage with a uh, one-bedroom apartment above it. So we're going to create a couple paydays here. So we actually bought this property on owner financing, 100% owner financing, principal-only payments of $1,000 a month. Let's say we bought the house for $400,000. No money down, just closing costs. People are going to probably ask, like, why would somebody do that? Well, this person was in a position where it was a second home. 
he lived like five states west, doesn't come out to the property more because there was a family event there and it's no longer a fun place for them to be. Very nice property. We bought it, uh, again, 100% owner financing, uh, principal only payments of $1,000 a month. Taxes happen to be high there. Uh, so we obviously have to pay those. Um, what we did is we also inherited the tenant that was in the property above the garage. So I'll walk you through this now. So now we sold the property to a tenant buyer. A tenant buyer is someone who's going to come up with a non-refundable deposit. They're then going to pay a monthly payment every single month, which does not get credited towards the purchase price. It is just rent plus taxes. And then they're going to have a cash out date in the future, which we would have pre-vetted them from a third party we use in order to get them mortgage ready because that's what they need. So in the meantime, we place a tenant buyer that's very qualified. He's, um, I believe he came up with $20,000 right at the beginning. And then we structured it so he, we were getting him close to 10% by the end of the 24 months. We were creating about a, um, I believe it was a $900 spread just on the house. Just on the house. We then have the second part, which is the um, tenant over the, over the garage. We were collecting, because everything was being paid out of, out of the first tenant buyer, that's seven fifty, I believe, we're collecting a month, is 100% profit now. So we have that for four years with a balloon date due. Um, I believe when it's all said and done, it'll be pretty close, like $150,000 net profit. Awesome. Let me ask you a couple questions just to make sure that sure. everybody's on the same page here. What does 100% owner financing mean? It means that we did not put down a down payment. What? They financed it. What does principal only mean? Yeah, so we pay principal only payments. So each and every month, we pay $1,000. That, that's what we have to pay. $1,000, which comes directly off the purchase price every single month. So no interest. And what does balloon mean? Yeah, balloon. So we have a 48-month balloon means that um, whatever the remaining balance is from which we pay $1,000 every single month, the remaining balance will be due on it before that 48 months. How far are you into this deal? We're about, uh, say, 18 months. Cool. Cool. And how did you find it? I found it as an expired listing. Yep. So it was on the market with the realtor, did not sell for some reason. I then got it into my database. I called it up personally spoke with the seller, crafted up the deal, and then just walked through that seven steps on which we talked about earlier. Nice. All right. So what is a book you recommend? Book I recommend. Uh, the one I'm like halfway through, it's called The Surrender Experiment, which is pretty cool. Um, it's by Michael Singer. I've been listening to it on Audible and it's, uh, I believe Michael Singer is a, he's a billionaire and he talks about this whole process of surrendering yourself to the world. So uh, it's good. Tell me more. Uh, just what does it mean to surrender yourself and how does that help somebody? Sure. So it's, it really talks about how we all, basically we all like have this will and we're, we're constantly fighting against 
the the universe, right? Uh, this might get a little woo woo for some people, but I I'm like it. I'm I'm kind of spiritual, so uh, it's all about fighting against. We're all trying to place our will against the world, and instead, his his assumption or what he called his surrender experiments, which he did for forty years, was he went with the flow uh, of the universe, as instead of projecting his wants and his desires, he had some vision, and then he let like the universe. It's almost like the uh, the, you ever see the movie The Yes Man, like where he just says yes to everything? I did. It's kind of like that, about at like a higher level. He's uh, very big into meditating and all of that, so he gets in touch with the universe. Thank you for going into that. The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And where were you five years ago? If you could just paint us that picture. Five years ago, I was 23. So I was uh, living in Newport, Rhode Island. I was bartending and personal training, and I was out of school for out of college for about a year, year and a half. So within five, within a five years, you, you decided a couple years later, you wanted to change your life and not burn the candle at both ends by working out and also working late. And you decided to join the family business and you've done hundreds of transactions. Very inspiring. If you could, Zachary Beach, if you could tell us where will you be five years from today? I guess five years from today, I would say I'd be a world-renowned thought leader, maybe in both in real estate, but not only real estate and, and business growth and strategy, um, as we teach that very often as well, because we do teach entrepreneurs to come from being a transaction, doing one transaction at a time, all the way to growing and scaling their business and becoming very profitable uh, millionaires. You're the first person on the podcast who has said that there'll be a world-renowned thought leader in five years. So if you could share with us a little bit more about how you'll get there. Sure. So I would expect that uh, there'll be some books written, some large speeches made, um, some uh, large connections made and uh, surrounding myself with the most powerful people around the world and you know, I just, I'm a huge vision, visionary person. I'm, I'm not the best in the trenches. I'm definitely more of a visionary guy. So um, that would be my, my three steps right there. What is the best way for you to surround yourself with the most powerful people? Yeah, they always say that you're like four people away from, from uh, you know, somebody you want to be connected with. So I would just say utilize my network and continue to do things like this, bring value to each and every person out there, such as through your podcasts and, and other mediums. And uh, I know as I bring value to people, you know, people will be attracted to me and me to them. How do you give back? I actually donate to a company called The Purple Project, which is local down here. It was um, Chris Heron. He was an ex-Boston uh, Celtics player. Uh, and he went through a huge drug, uh, drug relapse and uh, went through a huge thing. I actually had a uh, drug problem growing up when I was a kid as well, growing up in Worcester, Mass. Uh, I went through my ups and downs. Um, and I had actually a couple of family members and friends pass away from that. So uh, I donate uh, money from each one of my transactions to the Purple Project. Uh, to help bring awareness. They actually go to schools locally and they teach kids about drugs locally. So I think that's super important that we go from the ground up because I think as soon as they get older and they get heavily involved, that was late, a little too late. I've really enjoyed going through this with you today. There's a lot of real estate entrepreneurs that you know start when they're 50. There's a lot that start when they're 40. There's not too many that 
start when they're in their 20s. Uh, what you're doing is incredible. I have enjoyed this episode quite a bit. So thank you for coming on. How do people reach you? How do they find you? Awesome, man. Thank you too, Adam. Uh, I would say the easiest way right now is I would go get your free book. Uh, we're actually giving away our free book. It's an Amazon bestselling book, Real Estate on Your Terms. You can go to the website free, S-R-E-C book.com. That's F-R-E-E-S-R-E-C-B-O-O-K.com. Um, and again, when we say free, we mean free. You're not paying for shipping or handling or anything like that. You're, you're getting the book. Um, so I would go there and then you'd be put on our list and you can certainly contact us. If you have any uh, major questions before then, just email support at smartrealestatecoach.com and we'll make sure that the correct teammate and family member gets you your answer. That's great. Thank you again for coming on. And until next time, my friend, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box.